Welcome to We Said That, the podcast, featuring spiritual studs and MC, baby. All right, fam, thank you for joining us. I am Spiritual Stud. And I am MC, baby. We want to welcome you to the latest episode of We Said That. Now, today, we're going to talk about a very controversial subject. And one that I gotta be honest, just flat pissed me off. Um, and it's the North American Man Boy Love Association, otherwise known Trigger as warning. Trigger Man. warning. <laughs> Trigger warning. <laughs> Cause uh, yeah, I was triggered. No, and if it wasn't against the law, I would say something, but uh, I'm not gonna say it. Um. So for me, it just started with a post that I read about them trying to lower the age of consent to four years old. And I thought, this is bull-ish. And then they went on to try to say that they were part of the LGBTQIA community. And I'm like, like this is an orientation just like that. Uh, excuse me. No. I, 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 so I, uh, started looking things up, trying to find the latest information on them, and, uh, unfortunately, there's not a lot like there used to be, but one of the things I read, it was, it's back in the day when, um, there was a, a lot of things going on with them in the gay community, and a leader in their program, I guess you would call it, said that it was an orientation just like gays and the gay men, you know, back in uh, Roman days, they did the man-boy thing. And it was part of gay culture. So, I'll, and, then, and then they went on to say, and to say that gay men are not looking at young boys or adolescent boys is like saying straight men are not looking at adolescent girls. Right. So, I, I just, I got a few feelings about this. And one of the things that I ran into was a TED Talk by a German medical student who said that it was an orientation. Um, just like heterosexuality is an orientation. You don't choose who you're attracted to, but um, you choose your actions. And that's the truth. And, and um, the one thing she said was true was that they cannot act on them. Well, they're the only orientation that cannot act on their feelings without it being ended up in disaster. Because you can, I mean, you're a grown tail man. Just, just a grown tail man. And I'm sorry that you have these feelings. But no, children are children. They cannot consent to having sex with anyone. That that's that's abuse. And uh, I I don't know. Do you have anything that says? Of course. Okay. So it it does make me very angry that. They keep trying to lump 
pedophilia in with the LGBTQIA community because we're talking about consent. Right. And we're talking about abuse. And we're talking about mental illness. Right. And for me, when I went down the rabbit hole to get information about this, which was real icky, Mm -hmm. um, what I come up with is there's a real simple test. Well, simple but yet complex. So I'm going to make it simple. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a real simple test about whether or not you have a mental illness. Hmm. A mental illness is defined by having a behavior, an attitude, a posture towards in your outlook on life that affects you and the community around you. Mm-hmm. That keeps you from having a productive life. So the whole reason why homosexuality is no longer a mental illness is because same gender loving people can be homosexual and can have a productive life for themselves and for the society around them. Yeah. That's how you know it's not a mental illness. Mm-hmm. And if we remove the religious aspect of it, it will it's very plain to see. Like if I have O C D Yeah. Which is a mental disorder and if I have to touch the light switch 20 times before I leave or come home or go anywhere that keeps me from having a productive life it's very hard to work when you have severe OCD yeah because while you're supposed can you imagine if a nurse has really severe OCD that person if it's an emergency their compulsion yeah would make them stop working on the emergency to focus on the compulsion. Right. Um, Being gay, bisexual, pansexual, any type of sexual besides the mental disorder and mental illness of pedophilia means that you are going to have a consensual sexual relationship as an adult. Right. And you can still function in society. You can still work a job. Yeah. You can still take care of your family. You can still do all the things that everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Pedophilia is anti that. Yeah. It is a mental illness because one, there is no consent. Right. Two, it keeps them from living a productive life for themselves and the people around them. It is abuse. Straight up. So it's not the same. It is so not the same. And it's completely unfair for anyone to lump our community in with that. Because I tell people all the time, we have kids too that we don't want to abuse. Right. LGBT family, we have children, grandchildren. We have a greater community around us. And I don't know any one solitary person in our community that thinks that this is okay. Right not okay and we are protective of our children just like heterosexual people are protective of their children yeah um the second component for me is what that mental illness of pedophilia is Mm -hmm. so i was 
going down the rabbit hole again yeah. <laughs> of what it's a psychiatric disorder. The person is suffering from a psychosis hmm. or uh, something in the brain that causes them to compulse about children. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we all have to be responsible for our actions, period, full stop. <laughs> there is no way that I am excusing or endorsing this terrible, terrible behavior. Right. But for our listeners, and some of which who may have been abused yeah. um, by someone who had this disorder, I do want to explain the nature of the mental illness. Okay. Um, it's been found that people who suffer, well, I'm not going to say suffer because that just, I don't like it. Yeah, okay. I feel like they're <laughs> inflicting on other people, so I don't want to think them as victims. Right. These people that have this disorder, um, it is shown that most likely their mother has some type of severe mental illness. Mm. It's also that their hypothalamus, and I'll explain this in a second, um, they have a reduced hypothalamus. Your hypothalamus is a part of your body that controls your nervous system, your endocrine system, and your pituitary system. Mm. Those, whether we think of it or not, are actually our sexual parts. They give our body the drugs that produce sexual urges. Now, when I used to teach anatomy, I would ask my students, have you ever been in love? And you know, some people raise their hand and some people don't. And I go, I think you were in a chemical, chemically induced state of euphoria (laughs) (laughs) instead of love. (laughs) Because our attraction to other people Mm -hmm. actually comes as a chemical response in the body. The body in the pituitary gland and the endocrine system create what I call, nobody else calls it this, love drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Which are the drugs that make us feel good. Wow. So when these drugs are released into the body, um, then we have that feeling that we as humans associate with love. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, when we say puppy love and you're in high school and you right. meet somebody and you're digging them and then when you get around them you got the little butterflies in your stomach it's because your body is releasing those happy drugs happy drugs and our <laughs> our bodies are doing this based upon a system of pheromones mm. and when we're around certain people we can't smell it but there is a pheromone that we all give off and we're around someone who we think is attractive they're giving it off and then it signals the body to produce these love drugs so this is an automatic response it's not something that you even have to think about Mm. it just happens and when you have someone who is a pedophile who has a reduced hypothalamus, which means it's smaller than everybody else's, it means that there's real problems 
in the way that they see the world, how they interact with the world, because they're, uh, for lack of a better word, their wiring is all messed up. Yeah. And once again, this does not absolve them of their behavior. Right. And they must be under control because one of the part of the psychosis is that they don't have self-control. Mm-hmm. So they have to learn it. Their behavior must be modified. And in addition to that, they have to be um, under the thumb of a professional who makes sure that they're not offending. Yeah. And this rolls into politics because we know that the funding for mental health services has been decreasing. Well. And can you just imagine a caseworker? First of all, there's not a lot of caseworkers who choose to work with people who are pedophiles. Right. Right. You know, it's really difficult for anybody in the helping services to want to work with these people because we all think it's terrible. Yeah. So you already have a reduced number of people working with them. Then you add on top of that over caseload. One social worker may have up to 50 pedophiles to look after. (laughs) And that's why so many of them offend and slip under the cracks. If they even get in the system like they're supposed to, you know, there's supposed to be somebody keeping an eye on them to make sure they don't move in certain neighborhoods and they are following the restrictions about limiting their exposure around children. But how do we how do we rein this in if we don't even have enough funding to get people to work in those fields? So it's a multi complicated type of thing Mm. but once again I'll circle back to it really infuriates me that they want to lump it in with us who we do not suffer from mental illness (laughs) and we're still fighting that fight Right. and one last note I listened to something the other day that took me off so bad so Disney has a bisexual character now okay and I was listening to the D.O. Healy show, uh, and people were calling and giving their thoughts. Uh, and I'd say it was 50-50. 50% of the people were like, look, young people are going to experience sex. Yeah. And maybe as a parent, you should sit down and explain sexuality to them. Right. Well, that's all well and good. If the... um. If the person who's the parent is knowledgeable, <laughs> or if they're not carrying around Christian dogma about homosexuality being a sin to impart to their children. Yeah. You know, and then the other people were calling, talking about, well, um, I don't think it's right because homosexuality is a sin, and I don't want my kids influenced by that because they're exposed to it, and that can make them gay. And sometimes I get so upset when I'm like, man, how many times must we beat this drum? I feel like we're just talking in circles because we're once again back to the religious black folks 
in our community. Um, it's just, uh, you know, it's just super frustrating. I guess that's all for now. Well, the thing about that, we're gonna, we're about to get off topic, but, uh, I'm just gonna say this last thing about Nambla. F y'all. No, uh-huh. no, and no. You are not part of our community. We don't want you. Go away. Now, I'm uh-huh. done with that. Yeet. Okay, Disney bisexual character, yada, yada, yada. Like you said, and as we always say, black folks and religion is a toxic mix. Toxic mix. Because they're bound. There's no freedom in the religion for them. Uh, It was something that was given to us to control us, and as you can very well tell it's still doing it not in a good way right people don't understand listen gay kids came from straight parents mm-hmm. <laughs> so if there is that much what's the word I'm looking influence then there would be no gay kids right so how is it that we can influence straight kids to be gay mm-hmm. they you know all children not all but 90 90 95% you know experiment right because that's yeah. what your humans do experiment you experiment right. with food you experiment with trips you experiment that's what we do until mm-hmm. you like that's not for me or hey I found my tribe either way mm-hmm. I wish they would get off this doggone horse that's going nowhere, like you said, it's just trotting around in circles. Oh, if they're exposed to this, it's going to change them, it's going to turn them gay. No. We're exposed to heterosexuality all of the time. All the time, yep. Have you been changed? <laughs> Not at all. They need yeah. to let that argument go because it's useless and it's baseless. Let's stop with it. Let's just stop with it. Well, and see, I was listening to, um, I don't even know what it was, some news, something, talking about how undereducated people have voted for Trump. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense to me. And I'm not calling anybody out for the lack of education, because education is expensive. But some people just don't want it. I get that. But education... And knowledge of this stuff helps erase a lot of the isms that we have. Yes. And and the homophobia. Because I know when I took um, my sociology class and we talked about sexuality and it was just spelled out in black and white. There was no bias. There was no, this is the Christian version. This is the, you know, science. It was just, bam, this is the information. Yeah. Take it or leave it. And some people are still, because of their religious beliefs, not going to believe it. That's their choice. But when you are informed, you make such better decisions for yourself and your life. Right. And so it's kind of like, man, I just wish that we could educate all these people and they would 
open their minds to it. Because like you said, homosexual kids come from heterosexual parents most of the time. Right. And if they would just reverse these arguments on themselves, we would we would definitely be better off if you would just take a look at yourself and say, hey, oh, that doesn't make sense. You know, because it doesn't make sense to see people talking about, oh, well, we're forcing, we're forcing, you know, homosexuality. We all forcing heterosexuality on us. Man. All the time. All mm-hmm. of the time. And, and, and fail to see that, well, that's normal. That's why it should be like that. Okay, anyway. Um, I just, there's a guy. In the Law Cabin Republicans, Andrew Brett says that he believes Donald Trump is the most pro-gay president in history. You know, he Trump retweeted that, but I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. What what world are you living in? Um, excuse me. So he's been more openly supportive of gay rights than former President Barack Obama was when he was first elected. Or Bill Clinton during his eight years in office. Okay, listen. We can all agree that Obama was not supported when he first went in. That's right. We can agree that Clinton was not supported. But what we cannot agree on is Trump being the most, the most pro-gay president. When, in fact, as soon as he got in there, he started rolling back stuff. He started erasing LGBT community from the White House, Department of State, and Department of Labor websites. Do you remember that? Yep. Yeah. Then, you know, oh, he starts meeting with all these um, Christian, I, I, I guess you say um people who said that you know we're harming the fabric of America and that was led by uh, Clarence Thomas's wife and then I mean it's so much stuff that this guy has done they want to put the religious oh yeah he did didn't he do the religious law which really would allow them to discriminate against uh, homosexuals. I'm, I'm just like, listen, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know what he thinks about. He didn't offer any evidence to support his claim. Right. You know, he just... It, it's, it's something about people who even you know gay people who are considered to be uh well he calls himself you know gay and um he 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 says might i remind the glbt community so there that's a problem right there for you um that, that hitler took the guns away from 20,000 people and you saw how that played out are are you serious are you serious? This is what you do. I don't understand where these people 
you got money. You have money. So that's why. Right. You live in right. Florida where he, he has home. Golf course. So that's why. But don't sit up here and lie about what this man has done for the community. Because he ain't done nothing since holding that doggone flag when he was running. He ain't done nothing for us. He's taking stuff away. And if it wasn't for the Supreme Court, we wouldn't... What are they taking, trying to take away our right to marry? Trying to roll that back? I, I just... I just don't have it for these folks. I don't. The lies, the I don't know what world they live in. I, I just, I would like to visit their world sometime. The world of delusion. Right. Like to go in there and see exactly what it is that you see, because you're not you're not living in the real world. And I don't care how much money you have, it doesn't change what this man is doing. It doesn't change it. And for you to sit up here and say, oh, he is the most, uh, come on, man. That's your white money talking. That's yeah. it. That's it. Oh, well, I noticed something. Um, mm. I noticed something. About the followers of forty-five, mm-hmm. and it does not. And I, we noticed this for a while. It does not matter what truthful argument you might come up with. Their spin is his spin, right? So, like today, I saw a post that was like, "He's the only person to not have a war during his presidency," and I'm like. What? Like, <laughs> all the, okay, so we're just going to ignore what happened with China. We're going to ignore them throwing missiles at us. We're going to ignore what happened in the Middle East and Russia, claim, gaining more property. Like, so we're just going to ignore all that type of stuff because we didn't have an active war. Hmm. But the spin, like, every comment from someone who was one of his supporters hmm. was like fake news, this, that, and the other. So he has been so magnificently deceptive by repeating and repeating and repeating disinformation that it dislodges the cognitive dissonance of just dislodging yourself from the truth hmm. where you can't even get in. Like, I, I read the comments and you know how I love, love a good old Facebook debate, but I'm like, I can't even, there's no end here. There's no way for me to get into this conversation because anything I say mm-hmm. is deemed as fake or just a hater of Trump. <laughs> so that was his evil genius. Yeah. And it worked really well for people, poor and rich. Yeah. who support him because he used fear and he used repetition so that that's all these people know like when when you see the co- the comedians mm-hmm. go to these rallies and they ask the people outside very simple easy questions you know and catches them up all the time on these simple easy questions that they have no knowledge of none 
Hmm. I remember when um when he was running against Hillary Clinton, they were out there talking about the access Hollywood tape of what he said. Mm-hmm. And people were walking around with T shirts called Grab 'em by the P and all this. Yeah. And they were like, Yeah, we can't have a woman president and we can't da 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 so and then the you know, the comedians were like, Yeah, it's much better to have a sexual assaulter, right? <laughs> and they were like, Yeah. You know, do you even know what you're saying? Like, it didn't even process in their brain. They were so committed and stuck to him no matter what. Right. Now it's at the point where they've chosen their side. Yeah, and that's, they're going to stick and, with it. Yeah, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, they've chosen it. And very few commentators might come out and say, oh, I didn't like that he said that, or he could have worded it differently, or mm-hmm. whatever, but those people, it's just that they're the Jim Jones crowd. Yeah. They have fallen and drinking the Kool-Aid, and it truly doesn't, like, I don't see anything in that man that cares about anything but himself. Nothing. Right. Not for the black community. Now, has he done stuff for the black community? I believe, honestly, that he's done a couple of things. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that was his purpose. <laughs> I think he did what she wanted to do to benefit him, and then by proxy, it helped us. Right. So, I think it's the same thing for our, you know, LGBTQI elemental P community, is that he he might he really hasn't done anything to help us mm-hmm. but if there is any small fraction of something he's done for us the purpose was never intended to help us hmm. you know so it's it's just I don't see how people can't see that well what's funny is this article that I was reading had four people four people mm-hmm. in support of Trump. I'm gay and right. I'm voting for him. Oh, well, if you, you show me the anti-legislation. Can you show me that? Mm-hmm. You know what? He didn't get any legislation off the ground. What he did was erase people. Mm-hmm. Then he went and, and filed a brief over at the Supreme Court. So, no, there's not any specific legislation. But well, you couldn't legislate it because the, you couldn't legislate it because you had to go through the courts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they can lay that that down. They can lay that down too. I, I I don't know. It's just so much that's shown by how idiotic we can be. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't really matter, you know. This dude, you got to really look at yourself and why you're backing somebody that's so obviously racist and they, hate they, they refuse to believe he's racist oh. I mean I've heard black Republicans talk about Trump is the black he's, he's done more for black people oh, than Obama did man, I, I, and once again it's not that he's done anything for us in the, the prison stuff that happens I believe this he pardons a black woman right 
because the Kardashians went and asked. Right. And all the the stuff that he's talking about with the criminal justice system, that benefits him because he's a criminal. But look at look at you know what I mean? Like he he's a flat out criminal. Of course he's gonna pardon. Not I don't know what this lady did. I don't know her situation. I don't even know her name. I know that he pardoned her. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. That helps a black person. Right. By proxy. Like I said, by proxy, right. the Kardashians. Right. That does not mean that he uplifted us as a people. Right. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean, well, Trump has helped get more jobs to the market than any other. That was not purposeful to help black people. That, his not, job numbers, which are extremely questionable, especially now the way he's handled the pandemic, <laughs> has us in deeper poverty than we have ever been. Man. So, you can't sit on one side and say, oh, he's helpful. Anything that he does benefits his buddy, and mm. as usual, we get the leftovers. Yeah. None of it's intentional. You know, yeah. to help us. All of it, whether it benefits us or not, is for his and his buddy's benefit. Yeah. So basically, he's been pardoning people who, you know, have political and personal connections. That's what that's who he's been pardoning. But he uses uh-huh. her and people like her to cover that up. So we're all enthralled by her story while the rest of them are sneaking behind. And these fools, I'm sorry, these whoever mm-hmm. are failing to see the bigger picture. Right. And that's why we are we are facing such craziness with this next election. Yeah. And if we're not careful, old Slickster will be back in and boy, we'll be all messed up. Because it won't be us. It'll be our children. It'll be our grandchildren. Because these people he's putting on court, lifetime appointments, they're racist. Right. Right. Yeah. So good good luck. You know, while y'all talking. Good luck. That's all I gotta say. That's all I gotta say is good luck. Um, I think. It's so important to vote. I hope yeah. that every one of us is registered. I just put something on Facebook that, like, you can register on Facebook. Just go register. Please, please, please. Go vote. You can do mail-in ballot, even though you're trying to mess that up. <laughs> like, please, just go vote. It's so important. Because last time, that's how we ended up with him. Right. I mean, people were rioting in the streets. Women were all over the world <laughs> against him. And just think, if we had voted in those kinds of numbers, yeah, we would have never had him in the first place. My man. Even though he did not win that vote. But anyway, I mean, we got <laughs> to really show out. We can't just be passive about right. this. It's right. not a vote. Right. Right. So at this point, it's like, Guys, you might not like the op, the you might not like Biden, and you might not like Harris. Right. But you you can't you you just gotta look past some things and look beyond 
Trump's looking like he's doing something. Look at the real picture. Because this man is setting it up. One, for him to be wealthy and his, his folks to be wealthy for the rest of their lives. He's setting that up. Trust. Why do you think Putin is in his pocket? Or he's in Putin's pocket? Either way, because he's got hotels and stuff he wants to build all over this world. Why do you think China is still producing his ties for his suits? Because he ain't letting that go. But he's talking about China like they're dogs. He's beating them down while they're making his clothes. We got to be smarter than the average bear. And what, you know, a lot of these people, you get stuck on, oh, she put a lot black men in prison. Well, let me tell you something. Black men, a lot of those black people probably needed to go. But she had a job to do. That was her job. She was a prosecutor. That's what she does. Prosecute. And apparently, she was a damn good one. Now, second thing. Biden and the crime bill. Let's talk about what the heck was really going on in America when that crime bill came about. Crack. Uh-huh. That's all you need to say is crack. Man, you know how many people was getting beat up, robbed? Crack pretty much destroyed black America. Crack went through the neighborhoods like the Nile River through Egypt. It was horrible. They had to figure something out. And yeah. nobody had an answer. So he comes up with this bill. I ain't saying it was a great bill. Nobody's saying it was right. a great bill. But what do you do? Right, exactly. Yeah, and for those, you have to be willing to look at both sides of this coin. Because my best friend, her son was murdered not even that long ago. I mean, the young man wasn't even 21 years old yet. Yeah. And his murder has not been found or brought to justice. Mm-hmm. And we have to admit that we have a problem. Yes, we have a problem with the police harassing us and killing us, but America has these structures in place that are now under the strain of the 45 administration. Oh, yeah. And we have black prosecutors, we have black people in the judicial system, judges and whatnot, that they're there to perform a job. Yeah. You know, just like Kamala Harris, and yeah, there's some things I take issue with. Right. And yes, she should speak about those things. She should. Um, but like you just said, she was a prosecutor, and I'm sorry, I want justice for my friend. I want justice for that young man. Yeah. And I want whoever murdered him to go to prison. And if we don't have people in place to prosecute and police officers to find these people, you know, yeah. we would never get even a hint of justice. We already don't get enough. Right. But I mean, we would have even less. So, yeah, I mean, look at Chicago. They got a problem. Hmm. You know what I mean? Man. Like Mary, uh, I'm sorry, Lightfoot. Yeah. yeah. She's trying. She really is trying. I believe that. But she's got a problem on her hands. And you know, all yep. Trump does is threaten. Right. Often the truth is, he yeah. ain't sent Jack nowhere. 
he don't really send the troops to to the peaceful protesters right. in some areas of our country. He didn't right. send their asses to Chicago for nothing. Right. You know what I mean? So he knows exactly what game he's playing. And he's threatened to send, you know, the feds into Baltimore. We got the feds here in Kansas City. Yeah. But they ain't taking them up in New York. They ain't taking them to Chicago. You know what I'm saying? So once again, everything he does is for his benefit. It is. We, we just and we have to have a judicial system like we cannot throw that out the window because I'm sorry as much as I can stand call, calling the police mm-hmm. and I try to avoid I mean I've had my car broke into I didn't call mm. I've had emergencies I don't call because mm. I try to avoid interaction with the police but trust and believe if somebody murdered somebody I love that's a phone call to the police. Yeah. That's not something I can handle on my own. You right. know what I mean? Right. So we have these structures and we have to acknowledge that yes, the structures are horribly broken. They need reworking. But who would you rather trust with that? Biden and Harris or 45 and Benjamin Button? You tell me. <laughs> leave it at that <laughs> that was a lecture by professor carr <laughs> man all right people i know we we, we this has not been a uh uplifting show but right you know it's a real show it's the truth and right and sometimes things have to be addressed that are not comfortable and one thing that we, as as a black community, as a gay community, we need to address. We need to address things that are not comfortable, because without That's doing right. that, we will stay in the same place we've always been, and we will always be looking for somebody to give us something, instead of right. getting out and doing it, doing the work, and making sure we get it ourselves. All right. So, anything else? No, that's it for this show. That's it for this show. All right. Well, I'm Spiritual Stud. And I am MT, baby. We's out of here. Peace. Peace.